Thank Christ, figuratively speaking, the end is finally in sight. This is the last, the final installment of the seemingly never-ending episode 291, in which I respond to Flat Earth episodes of uh, one of my favorite online shows, The Non-Sequitur Show. So, uh, without further ado, here we go, and after I lay this one to rest... We can get back to the uh, the status quo, whatever that is, for the weekend out. Thanks. So lastly, I'll play some clips from a debate between Aaron Ra and a flat earther named Jaronism. I guess his real first name is Jaron. Uh, his YouTube channel is Jaronism. And most of you listening, if you um, consider yourself in atheist or you keep up with what's going on uh, in atheist circles especially on youtube probably well aware of aaron Ra. um very kind of high profile atheist kind of looks like an evil wizard or kind of like a, a genghis khan kind of dude but <laughs> i don't say that derisively i actually like aaron Ra. um he can be kind of rough around the edges no nonsense so not you know his personality might not be for everyone but i i personally do like Aaron Ra and I think uh, he does a really good job of promoting science and of uh, explaining evolutionary science in particular but here we go I'll start with the first clip here and um, I'll just give a shout out to friend and listener Matthew Sharnweber who I remember um, told me about Jaronism before I actually ever encountered uh, any of his debates on YouTube you want to kind of explain to the audience who you are and your position on this, and then we'll just take it, go to Arn, and then take it from there. All right. Well, thank you for having me again. Um, hello, Arn. <clears throat> so I'm Jaron. My channel is Jaron. Everybody knows that. Hated by many, uh, despised by more. I think that I'm doing Nobel Prizes soon because I'm the one person who is bringing science and religion together in their hate for me. So, uh, and what I say. Because my beliefs are my own. I believe what I do based on my own research. I used to. Uh, I don't know if he still listens to my podcast, but uh, my good friend, fellow podcaster, Chris Weber, I'm going to te- tease him a little. Jaronism almost sounds like if you sped up Chris's voice just a little. It'll be interesting to see if Chris ends up uh, hearing this. I believe in religion that I was raised under, and then I was able, despite that difficulty, uh, to break from religion, and I became an atheist and a believer and backer of science. And so I wanted to be someone that was going to help other people uh, find their way out of religious belief. But as I researched and studied more of the science, I started seeing signs that science followers uh, were following a religion. And as the year or two after that, continuous research revealed that... Um, so there's that pattern again where it's kind of strange. It seems like these guys don't necessarily consider themselves religious do believe in some kind of higher power and they view science as being this kind of dogmatic religion. They all seem so far to have that in common. Men are liars and to trust them is, is futile. It's, is, you know, it's the worst thing you can do. So that's quite a broad statement there. I think, uh, so here's another guy that almost seems so skeptical. It's weird because usually I talk about skepticism as being a good thing, you know, because um, you should maintain a kind of healthy skepticism and want to get to the truth of things. But 
some of these guys seem so skeptical in favor of their own biased worldview that almost borders on paranoia. So he broadly describes men, you know, humanity as liars. And I think it is true that um, people in general are capable of lying. All of us have probably lied at some point or to some degree in, in our lives, uh, whether it be a little white lie or to get out of trouble. There are some people out there who are habitual liars. There are some people who will lie to exploit or take advantage of others um, or ma manipulate others. But I think most of us have some degree of a conscience, you know, and when we do catch ourselves lying, we're not happy about it. And at least I know for myself, if I do catch myself like ever lying, I say, why the hell did I do that? You know, sometimes you might catch yourself lying about something stupid. Uh, not really anymore, but when I was younger, maybe like middle school age or something like that, like you didn't want to feel left out. So if someone said, hey, did you see that movie? You know, and a bunch of people are talking about it. Maybe you'll be afraid to say no, so you'll say, I saw that movie too. And then right away, you're like, why the hell did I say that? I didn't see that. I, did, I never saw that movie, you know. But I do find that um, part of my own worldview that I've cultivated involves this kind of allegiance or almost, re, you know, that this almost respect for the truth that I approach with almost religious zeal. You know, um, a big part of my personal worldview uh, involves reverence for the truth. And in my personal life, I try to lie as little as possible. Once in a while, I'll catch myself in like a, a white lie, a little white lie or something. And even that, I, I don't feel good about. And when I catch myself doing that, you know, I'll try to um, resolve not to do it again. Even I believe that you can tell the truth in a diplomatic, gentle way where you're not going to hurt someone's feelings. You can kind of couch things gently. You don't necessarily have to lie to make someone feel better. Um, and once in a great while, I'll still catch myself maybe uh, lying to get at, you know, maybe you show up to work a little late and, uh, you know, you make some lie about making an extra stop or something like that, you know. And when I catch myself doing that every, you know, every once in a while, it doesn't happen often, I'll feel like shit and I'll, I'll resolve not to, to do that, you know, and to try not to do that in the future. And on this show, when it comes to searching for the truth regarding, you know, my worldview, and when it comes to conveying information via this podcast, I almost feel, for lack of a better word, like I have the sacred duty and responsibility to be as honest as possible. And if I do ever say something that's incorrect on this show, you can be probably 99.9 whatever, or 100% certain that it wasn't intentional, that I either was confused or I misspoke. And you guys know how neurotic I am about it. I'll try to quickly as possible correct myself or offer some kind of mea culpa or whatever, because it's kind of my nightmare, my biggest fear doing this podcast that I'm going to be responsible for accidentally putting misinformation out there. So, I place a great amount of importance on the truth. And I would say that my allegiance to the truth is why I openly embrace an atheistic worldview rather than comforting myself with um, some kind of belief in a higher power, an afterlife that can't be proven. So, yeah, I think in general, yeah, I mean, people do lie. 
But I don't think it's fair to characterize people in general as liars. An individual person is a lot more than whatever untruths or what are fibs or whatever you know they may have uh, been guilty of in their lives like i said all of us have probably lied to some degree but there's also a lot of people in the world with integrity and the two aren't necessarily necessarily mutually exclusive you can be a person who maybe lied to get out of trouble at one point or you know caught yourself in a little white lie to make someone feel better or you felt um, awkward, so you lied and said you saw a movie you didn't see or whatever, you know? Um, so you can be guilty of having done little things like that in your life. And at the same time, when it comes to larger things, having a lot of integrity and a kind of devotion for the truth. So you could be a scientist who almost views yourself as having this kind of sacred duty and responsibility to being as honest as you can with um, your research, your finding, your facts, and, and all that. And then going home uh, at the end of the day and lying about uh, not eating the last cupcake or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, people are complex. We're, we're capable of lying, but we're also uh, capable of uh, great integrity and um, being devoted to our work. And wanting to be as honest, truthful, and responsible as we can be in, in regard to our work. So this idea that we shouldn't accept scientific truths because people are capable of lying. Once again, like in one of the last videos we watched, uh, that's where things like repeated testing, peer review, and things like that come into play. And I know Eddie Bravo the other night said something that I think describes my position to a T. He said he would rather be considered and called an idiot and a moron for not trusting liars than to be a traitor for defending them. And that's absolutely my position. Um, and so as far as the flat earth debate goes. And that's kind of funny. Um, I'm a big Joe Rogan fan. And I have to say, I actually like Eddie Bravo. And so if you don't know who Eddie Bravo is, he's a personal fan of Joe Rogan. Oh boy, it's me, Phil from the future, hair through the magic of editing. I meant to say a personal friend of Joe Rogan, not a personal fan. Although they are really good friends, and I think they do admire each other's work. So a uh, personal fan might not be uh, all that wrong, <laughs> but not uh, something you hear colloquially every day. Anyway, I think he's a, he's a jiu-jitsu expert and instructor. I think he owns a bunch. I don't know if you technically call them dojos or studios, but he owns a bunch of them. I think he also has a history as a comedian or a writer as well. And uh, he actually seems like a really cool guy, like the type of guy you'd have fun hanging out with. But at the same time, he's a great example of someone who's so skeptical, it's almost borderline paranoid. He's a flat earther, uh, doesn't believe we've gone to the moon. Um, he's a big admirer of Alex Jones bunch of conspiracy theories that he believes in um and he he seems like it's it's odd it's kind of ironic because it seems like he cares so much about not wanting to get duped or fooled that he's very unwilling to accept mainstream narratives about things but then he'll latch on to these kind of batshit crazy ideas you know but he seems like a cool guy and i actually enjoy when he goes on to joe rogan's show you know watching or listening to them uh, battle over conspiracy theories. 
And it's funny, Alex Jones is actually a uh, good friend of Joe Rogan's, too. And Alex Jones is another one, like, I don't believe a goddamn word he says, really. I think he's just, I don't know how much of it is an act and how much of it is real. I think Joe Rogan suggests that Alex Jones is pretty much the real deal. What you see on screen is pretty much the guy you hang out with, but that he's actually kind of a fun guy to hang out with, to drink or smoke pot with or whatever, you know. Um, but I think, uh, and, and I think, even though I think some of what Alex Jones says is extremely distasteful or, you know, pisses me off, like uh, his suggestion that Sandy Hook was a hoax or whatever, and I think that even bothered Joe Rogan. But as just like share entertainment, you know, if you don't believe the crappy spews, he is kind of fun to watch. Uh, but anyway... I have an issue with the heliocentric model. I do think it is a uh, gigantic lie that has been told for I don't know how many years, maybe 500, 400, and that people have fallen for it due to indoctrination, due to education. Um, and so, you know, I'm trying to get that out there, and I just wish that people could all uh, get along and see that other people do have different opinions. And so it's okay to look into things uh, without just calling others' names, and, and that's basically most of the defending I get of the heliocentric model is just to be called a moron and I'm idiotic and that's fine. That just doesn't do much for uh, their position as it just is kind of more. You want to kind of explain? Okay. So I actually kind of agree with some of what he says. Uh, I think he's right in a way that, you know, we, we should be wary of or on guard against becoming rigidly dogmatic. I, I do think it's all right to question how we know what we know. It's all right to want to investigate and double check scientific claims for yourself I think that intellectual inquisitiveness uh, and that healthy skepticism, you know, are a part of what drives people to learn and discover. But, you know, then there's taking it too far, uh, being skeptical of good evidence, almost being um, being too, as I've been saying, too skeptical, either due to a biased drive to preserve your own narrative or whatever, uh, and I think that's kind of the key flaw with these flat earthers that, that we keep seeing is that they're almost so skeptical that they carry it to an irrational extent and kind of tumble down the rabbit hole. So here's the second clip. Okay. There's what we call atoms, but yes. And there's what we call atoms. Yeah, we call, you know what we call atoms? Atoms. And <laughs> yeah. so we have atomic theory, but we also know that atomic theory, like every other scientific theory, is also a demonstrable fact. Theory of gravity, for example. <laughs> They're a demonstrable fact, these theories? Yes. Okay. Every scientific theory that still exists today is a demonstrable fact as well. That's okay. evolution, cell theory, germ theory of disease, all of them. That's a scientific theory, not mathematic theories. So, mathematic here's theories the thing. are something different. And here's the thing. that you don't, you, Your religion that you believe in... I don't have a religion. You, you certainly do. You, I certainly do not. Hey, all you, religions, have to, you, you certainly do, sure. This guy's not quite as insufferable as uh, Nathan Thompson or whatever his name was. But, uh, yeah, this guy kind of gets under my skin, too. You have all to believe things. Are, all religions are faith-based belief systems. I, I reject faith. I'm an epistemist. Faith is the most dishonest position it is possible to have. Any belief that requires faith should be rejected for that reason. Hey, then you I have do not have a faith-based belief in anything. Every religion posits a belief. Every religion posits a belief in a supernatural essence of self that continues on after the death of the physical body. I believe okay. in no such thing. I have nothing in my perspective that meets the qualifications or criteria for a religion. Nothing. 
Okay, do you believe that we went to the moon? You you just said that you don't have any beliefs, you don't have faith in anything. You have to have faith well, I didn't in say I don't have beliefs. We have either faith. base our beliefs on evidence, as I do, or we believe some on faith, which means okay. we're going to believe them anyway, even if they're not supported. And that's and, your position. No. What? Because you don't have any facts to support you. Oh, boy. I, so I, you I think, have the I, I, I facts, for the but, record, I never asked to speak to Iran. Could, could care less what his... Okay, so obviously you can detect my shoddy editing there just for um the sake of full disclosure yeah so we leaped forward a while beliefs are i don't agree with his beliefs he's a completely um trusting individual of men who are known liars and i refuse not trusting and they're not known liars so you went to the moon that what i said is true and i can also prove that what you're saying is false okay and you yeah there it is again i mean because people are capable of lying Humanity as a whole, uh, I mean, we're just we're just known liars and we're not to be trusted. Just a, a rotten species. Don't trust a damn thing out of our mouths. Like, as I was saying, it's much more complicated than that. People are capable of lying, but people also possess a conscience. Um, people can and hopefully and in most cases do have a sense of integrity or place an importance on honesty so just because people are capable of lying at times doesn't mean that the discipline of science is a lie or built on lies or something. Uh, ridiculous. I mean, how far are you going to take it? I'm sure his belief in a flat earth, he's not the first one to believe in a flat earth. So he probably got his views from somewhere. Maybe, uh, I'm not saying necessarily in his case, in fairness, because not every flat earther agrees with Eric Dubé, but there's a lot of... Looney Tunes characters out there like Eric Dubay that uh, this kind of Pied Piper for flat earthers. And I'm sure he bases his flat earth worldview on certain ideas or concepts, probably even borrows certain things from science. Um, like a lot of these flat earthers will thumb their nose at science, but then they try to use science to explain why the flat earth is true or whatever. So, I mean, how far do you want to take it? You want to be so skeptical that you believe in absolutely nothing, not even, you know, a calculator or a yardsticker to be trusted. You know, how far do you want to go with it? So you went to the moon to verify that it's size? And... That, no, no, I didn't go to the moon myself, but I can okay. prove that what you just said about me is a lie. I don't okay. have a religion, for example. That's false. You're going to have to retract that and say, my mistake, you don't have a religion. No, because you, you, okay, do you, what I is the age of the earth? I clearly do not have anything that could match any of the criteria for a religion. What is the age of the earth? I don't have any faith in anything, for example. Faith is a belief that is not based on evidence. How My belief is based on evidence. You're just calling your evidence, you're just calling this stuff fact, just because your religion because it, promotes Because you know what a fact stuff. is? A fact is a point of data that is objectively verifiable. Yeah. And that's the facts that I'm calling them. And I think, the I think what's, the, I what's the age of the earth? What's the age of the earth? The age of the Earth is estimated to be something about 4.6 billion years old based on radiometric dating of uh, mostly, um, what the hell is it? And oh. is that a fact? Yes. Is it a fact? Yes. Okay, so does that uh, require a faith in the well, fact hang on, that the Earth is... Hang on, faith is a belief that is not based on evidence. Guys, before we go down this line... Jared, Jared. about trusting in evidence, that's Hold something on. different. Faith is Hold a belief... On. I want to make sure we don't derail this discussion here. Demonstrable evidence, things I can show to be true. That's what makes them facts. It's a fact when you can show that it is true. You're just calling your... It'd be like debating a Christian who gets to call 
the, the Bible his, his facts. I, well, He's calling well, it Jaren, evidence. Jaren, I can Jaren, call, Jaren, him, I can if, call if it I a liar when he calls it a fact because the Bible is not a if, fact. If I may, there's equivocation. And there's nothing in the Bible that counts that Arn, Arn, a Arn, hang on. Hold on. There's an equivocation thing going on where you're using these words differently. And I'm well aware, the audience is well, well aware you're using these words differently. And it's, it's not going to get you anywhere. Look at uh, when, when. That's when, why I'm giving definitions. Right. And I, he is not. Exactly. Yeah, I I'm mean, giving but, the standard definitions, which I can prove are correct. Yeah. And he's using a definition that he's equivocating that he can't show correct. to be correct. And he's doing that just to straw man me, which is the projection fallacy that he's been accusing me of. Yeah. Since he he's using, Jaron, you're using stipulated definitions, which are fine, but you're not defining them. And then you're you're bringing him the argument that Arn's using his actual definitions that are what's commonly understood. These, this conflation of belief and faith is not an argument. It, there's no argument to be had there. It's just rhetoric. Can we try to... Yeah, so there's Steve trying to be the voice of reason. Yeah, trying to draw some correlation between believing in the Bible and acquiring facts and knowledge via the scientific method. Uh, absolutely ridiculous. And as they've said, he is equivocating avoid some of the rhetoric and actually get to something substance because the last hour no offense i've heard nothing but rhetoric and the audience has heard nothing but rhetoric is there anything more substantive that we can actually have a discussion with and you guys can actually talk about when it comes to the flat earth and avoid the epistemic uncertainty and the and the and this rhetoric that is just basically saying i don't know but you know what you're wrong that's not an argument well is there let me okay let me ask this is there cases of science where there's been clear deception by scientists? By... Again, not an argument. I'm asking a question. How is it not? Yeah, the, yeah. The answer is yes. Yes, absolutely. Been, it's been exposed okay. by scientists. Okay. So. So that's and... part of the peer review process, and this is why accuracy and accountability are so valuable in science, where they don't matter at all in religion. Okay. So I don't believe in religion. So my my question is, when you talk about peer review like that, you're mm -hmm. describing it as this. Um, holier-than-human kind of entity. No, that... of course not. I didn't say anything like that. You're strong. watching the live chat, Steve, so you'll have... So there, uh, I jumped forward again. But yeah, so there, Jaronism is trying to say that um, peer review is holier-than-human <laughs> when it's actually a process or technique that tries to account for, make up for, human fallibility. It's a way of saying... Yeah, we do sometimes get things wrong. So, you know, it's good to retest things. It's good to have peers um, try to see if our results can, in fact, be duplicated or if we made an error somewhere. So it's not like you have some globe earth priest, as they'd call it. You know, a research article or paper comes before them and without looking at, the, at it, you know, they stamp it with a rubber stamp and say, it has been peer reviewed. No, it's the idea is to have independent scientists separately trying to find weaknesses in the other person's work or data, um, seeing if the results can really be duplicated or not. I mean, it should be a way of conscientious people who take their work seriously testing each other's work for error. I mean, is there room for bias or human error? Of course, we're dealing with people, but repeated testing by independent scientists should make up for that. And if some bias does worm its way in, hopefully it eventually gets exposed. Um, I am. Go that route, but, uh, the only other one that I have is why would there be a conspiracy in the first place? I, I guess they're asking like, like why it's, that would um, be an issue. 
I've said that before that science did a great thing when they stole the the idea of, of I don't know not control of the earth but when they took the control of the earth away from the church they did a great thing that we don't want to be a part of the Catholic hierarchy right now so they did a fantastic thing. I wish thing. that we had taken control over from the church. Well, that you, would be you, wonderful. Well, you kind of did, but then what happened was if they would have realized this country, it, have you noticed what's going on in this country? It's pretty sad. Yeah, it's like 78% of people think that uh, they're going to heaven or something. So if when you look now this is really weird kind of like the last guy there's this bizarre thing where on the one hand they claim not to be religious but they believe in something like some kind of higher power or designer and they seem to have a disdain for the mainstream scientific worldview because to them it suggests that we're just specks of dust in a cold uncaring universe or whatever um and yet they seem to be all over the place like, on the one hand, he resents science for having kind of, I think, like a godless point of view. But then he kind of mockingly talks about 70-something whatever percent of people thinking they're going to heaven as if they're fools. I wonder, does he believe in an afterlife? I mean, and, and strangely enough, you know, um, you can believe in God or higher power without believing in an afterlife. I think like if you go back into ancient Judaism... You know, there's the concept of Sheol, which almost seems, I don't know if it was meant to be taken metaphorically or not, but almost seems like it to some degree, where the dead are depicted at best as if sleeping. It's th just this gloomy place. It's not like hell where, I mean, people go, some people go to be punished. Everyone goes to Sheol. It's the abode of the dead. And they might as well not be existing. It's as if, like I said, at best they're sleeping. And there are certain types of religion that believe in annihilism, that at least, you know, a certain percentage of people, um, they won't go to hell. They'll just be annihilated. They'll cease to be. We find that with certain modern Christian sects. And we also see this in the ancient Egyptian religion, where, you know, there's the famous weighing of the heart ceremony. And if your heart weighed more than a feather, it meant it was burdened with sin. And it basically got fed to a monster and, and you were obliterated. You ceased to be. But those who passed the test got to go on to the afterlife. Um, and I think, was it the Sadducees, uh, you know, as opposed to the Pharisees, um, in ancient Judaism, who didn't necessarily believe in an afterlife. So, you, I don't know what the hell's going on with these guys. They seem to be on, all over the place. But I guess technically, in fairness, you can't believe in higher power without believing in heaven or an afterlife. Look at that, and you understand that they, if they were wrong about something like the shape of the earth, that it would have been impossible for them to admit that, because it would be giving the, the reins back to the church. They would have basically destroyed all of scientific enterprise by admitting that. So they had to keep it a secret. They had to work it into their models and just go with it because otherwise so there would the be no the, science today. But the problem I so have I, with I, that, Jaron, is that in order to do that, okay. they have to change the laws of physics. They have to change no, mathematics. Oh, they absolutely do. They're, they're, that's an unequivocal mm -hmm. reality. Physics, laws of physics are not prescriptive. They're descriptive. We don't get to make them, right? We, we discover right. them and we formulate them, but we don't get to yeah, decide the rules of the universe. And the rules of the universe do not allow for the type of flat earth that, that I've seen people, you know, posit 
but you haven't even posited us a model that we could even look at. And I don't think you even know what a model is. A model is something, it's a representation of a system that has explanatory and predictive abilities. That's what a model is. I have not have yet to, to see a model. Okay, so, if you're so, going to contest the scientific, the, the current existing model, correct. you have to provide another model that explains the data better. You can't yes. not provide fuck okay, all when you, and just when say you everybody's predict, wrong. That doesn't That's actually such a great point. I think I hinted at that earlier, that a lot of these guys won't even provide you with a specific model. And in science, if you're going to say that the existing model is garbage, you should have some kind of coherent model of your own that you can offer in place of that one. And that's the key. Describes it better and predicts better. What is it about a flat Earth that explains observations and makes predictions better than something like Stellarium? Stellarium is a wonderful program. A lot of people have it. It basically is based on a round Earth. Hang on. I can can go into Stellarium and I can say, what... What day is this? Where am I at? And what will I see? What will I see? Including, yeah, the, the including, including, it's, it's a including ev- things like uh, eclipses. Now, why can't you do that's that part with of a, a cycle? Why can't you do that with the flat Earth? If I place Solarium, flat Earth, what do you think? Okay, so give me the model. What like model for a flat Earth allows you to do, do that? The flat Earth. If you can do that with the flat Earth, then produce the model. Give me the predictions. Let's submit it to peer review. Oh yeah, submitted to a bunch of guys who have built their entire careers around the globe. They're really going to submit it to me. Submit it to anybody that can prove you wrong. Exactly, if you're the, wrong. The thing is here, or wrong. and this is the way the peer review works. If we can't, if we, if we can't prove you wrong, we have to admit, hey, you know, we tried hey, so and we couldn't prove this. you wrong. Imagine but I've already this, done that a couple of times right. this evening. And people understand that if I if I were to prove that the Earth was flat, that it means that your whole idea of atheism is ridiculous, which it is. Okay, first so of all, first of all, it has nothing. Yeah, we're not going to go down that road. Hold on, hold okay, on. He's ahead. just revealed his hand. Right. Why would my idea of atheism be ridiculous? Because it has. It depends on the age of the Earth. It depends on so many things. Wait, wait, wait. Atheism. <laughs> yeah. So here's you know the point where yeah, like Aaron said, this guy is really showing his hand. And yet, why the hell does the age of the Earth have to do with any, you know whether or not there's a God? Once again, they seem to be favoring this kind of, um, e- even though they claim not to be religious, they seem to be gravitating towards or favoring this kind of young Earth, biblical, literalist, Christian type of, uh, type of thinking or whatever. You know, ancient Jewish thought suggests that the Earth is flat with a dome-shaped firmament. Um, the Bible doesn't talk about evolution. It talks about God actually making man and woman. Um, you know, breathing life into uh, Adam's nostrils or whatever, creating Eve from a rib. You know, no talk about uh, the animals slowly evolving over uh, millions of years or whatever. Um then we have, uh, I believe it was Bishop Usher who added up, or at least attempted to add up, the lifespans of the antediluvians, the patriarchs or whatever, the various people um, talked about in the genealogies of the Bible. And, you know, adding up all those lifespans to try to get an age of the earth. And I think for the most part, that's where this ballpark idea of a five or six thousand year old earth comes from. Bishop Usher or whatever, um, at least in part. I mean, there might be other batshit sources that they use to try to calculate the age of the Earth as well, um, or you know, 
basing things on scripture or whatever. So they seem to be, so they claim not to be religious, but they're in favor of like an ancient Jewish model of the earth and of this kind of young earth creationist view of the age of the earth, but then claim that religion has nothing to do with it or whatever. I don't know. So almost, this might almost be like this, they, they try to accuse science or scientists of being religious. This might almost be like this developing underground religion. You know, it's this weird mishmash of like distrust of science married with, although a claim to be irreligious, married with concepts from biblical literalism and young earth creationism, almost like its own weird underground and scarily growing religion. Depends why? on the end of the earth. What? What? Why would a god I'm not have even, anything to do with my my uh, get, understanding yeah. of the age of the earth? Yeah, I don't understand that. Well, one you either. said it was with the flat earth. That it's it's a created entity. You said if the, earth, if the earth was flat, then it would it would disprove atheism, meaning that it would Correct. prove the existence of a god. How does that re, how no, does that leap of god, logic work? Well, that's it, that's what atheism is: is the position that the theists are are incorrect when they claim there's a god. Are they? How about theists or what about deists? Well, I want to stop for a minute and interrupt there. Say Earlier, he claimed that atheism was ridiculous or the atheist worldview is ridiculous. And um, once again, to go back to the agnostic atheist thing, I think being a hard atheist is kind of problematic. Like if you're someone who claims to know with 100% certainty that there is no God, um, I mean, then you're making a specific definitive claim, you know? Um that I don't think any of us can possibly know for sure. But the more, uh, like I was saying, I think most atheists are probably technically agnostic atheists. Thinking that scientifically we can't really prove or disprove whether or not there is a higher power. Um, you know, it's a problem of trying to disprove a negative and all of that. Um, but I don't think doubting the existence of a higher power or an afterlife, especially doubting specifically a certain man-made concept of God. Um, I don't think that's ridiculous at all. I, I think that's pretty damn sensible, probably about as uh, sensible as it gets. And I think, unfortunately, we're kind of bound by the limitations of the human mind. Um, there's some concepts we really struggle to wrap our minds around, and, and I, I think both religion and science, as I've said before, are kind of plagued with the problem of infinite regress. I mean, I think those of us with a scientific worldview, there's still things we struggle with, like trying to figure out what preceded the Big Bang or that initial hot, dense state. Um, and of course, there not everyone subscribes to the Big Bang model, although I think there's good evidence for it. Um, cosmic background, radiation, uh, expansion, things like that, uh, redshift. Um, but I think there are some scientists who do still suggest a steady state uh, theory or model that there was not necessarily a beginning. And then there's the whole Lawrence Krauss thing, the uh, universe from nothing is nothing really nothing. Uh, what we call nothing is really these kind of quantum, this brew of quantum particles popping, you know, in and out of existence or whatever. Um, 
And then on the religious side, you know, those it's kind of the God of the gaps. It's hard for us to wrap our minds around the idea of a universe that always was or a universe that had a beginning. So people tend to assume there must have been a creator. And that explains it all. Okay. Then it's like, well, where did you create where, where did your creator come from? And then they'll probably say, well, he always was. How do you know he always was? Because your man-made holy book suggests it? And whether we're talking about the universe or God, trying to wrap our minds around either something coming from nothing or something that always was. It's very hard to wrap our minds around either. Um, But anyway, I don't know why. uh, I don't remember why I went down that particular road. Are deists claiming there's a God? Yes. Okay. Then deists and theists are incorrect when they're claiming they're a God. I don't. Okay. I don't see how one proposition has. Okay, so to do with atheism the other is the position that those who pretend to know what they don't know and stress facts that are not facts and claiming that there are gods when there's no evidence of such things, we say you can't make those assertions without evidence to back them. Okay, so but then you're, you're saying that if the earth was flat, then that would prove my position on atheism wrong. And the only way right. that atheism can be wrong is if there is a god. So you're saying that proving okay, that the right. earth is flat would prove there's a god. Right, because yeah. the whole idea of is the God the only way that the earth is... can be flat? What is God the only way that the earth can be flat? Yeah, that's yes, that. it certainly doesn't exist in a in a. Uh, okay, so I, I have to wonder why you said you didn't believe in any religion at the beginning of this. Because I think all religions are made by man, just like the religion of scientism. Same thing. Okay. Run there's by no man. religion of scientism. That's that's a lie that is told only by theists. I'm not a theist. So I don't well, know you just you, told the are same you a, lie. Are you a deist? Are you a deist? And you, you apparently believe that there is a God, since you say that the Earth is flat. Sure, but I don't and like that to say that proof because... that a God has to Well, hang on. You don't like to say it, but... In a God, but right? I don't like to say it because people like... And you tell the same lie like that scientism is a religion, scientism even though is religion. it, it is, works exactly opposite of all religions. Jaron, you do believe God exists. it is not faith-based. So there, I don't know if you could catch it, you know, because they're talking over each other. But he's saying that he doesn't like saying he's a theist because he's afraid people are going to twist his words and suggest they believes in the Christian God. And he doesn't, it's like these guys in general don't seem to view themselves as Christians, but once again, they seem to gravitate towards Judeo Christian concepts or models like a a young earth and uh, a flat earth, you know, with a dome shaped firmament. It has to be verified and tested. Hang on. What's critical Critical analysis, not faith, and authority is worthless. Jaronism, you believe a, a god? You believe at least one god exists, right? Jaronism, your entire thing off of. Jaron, you believe my, what? What are you saying? You base your entire beliefs off of authority and off. I don't base any any of my beliefs on authority at all. You, so you you have objectionable uh, de- uh, evidence for me to see that the Big Bang is is real. Yes, well, objectively verifiable. Yes, yeah, objectively verifiable. It's called the cosmic microwave background radiation. That, that's the okay. So that's because that and the cosmic redshift and the redshift, cosmological redshift. However, neither no, of those things has redshift. anything to do with the topic we're talking Nothing about right now. Well, the, again, it's a rabbit hole after rabbit None, hole. Neither of them. Yep. Neither Mitch. of them has anything to do with the they topic we're talking about do. right now. They absolutely do because you. Keep they absolutely not... do not. They are a red herring mm-hmm. to get away from this topic that you can't defend. No. In a court right of now. in a court of law, we're talking about prove... whether the in a court no, of law no. we'd be talking about whether the, the Earth is a sphere, not where it came from. You would prove credibility. So we don't and have the to worry about the Big Bang if the we're talking about whether the Earth is a sphere. The there are, shows there are, even if it was a steady state universe, 
the Earth would still be a sphere, and we'd still be able to verify that. Steady state, Big Bang, doesn't make I, any I do, difference. I do have, Either model, the Earth is still a sphere. I, I, so I do when, have, I so do why have, can't uh, you focus on that? When's I, the last time a human being took a picture of the Earth then? If it's a sphere, okay, I, I just want to know. I want to talk <laughs> to a human being that took a photograph. Being, a human being took a picture of the Earth? Well, that would be yeah. earlier this year. But that's part of the conspiracy. Yeah, they, the, they, they, they've, had, they've had photos from, from, from space that people have took for a long time. I have one. No, okay. Yep, the, the photos are all fake. So, you know, what are you supposed to say to that? And I know Photoshop, and believe me, I, I went to school. I almost sound like Trump, believe me. I went to school for design. I know about Photoshop. Um, I know how convincing it can be if, if used correctly or deftly, you know. But we've had pictures of the Earth that predate Photoshop. And uh, we have numerous, both, as I was saying before, unadulterated photos of the earth and composite photos of the earth. So, you know, you show them the pictures. Nah, that's not in keeping with my worldview. So they're fake. And so I have one more clip. I was almost debating whether or not I'd even play it, but and I'm a little afraid that it might contain a portion of the last video too. I'm not sure. I was kind of blurry eyed when I was um, finishing up on the editing of all these. Hey guys. I, just, I just want to throw this question out sure. there. I mean, I, I've noticed that, it's a very scary thing that's happening in this country right now in that we used to have the middle of the road belief where everybody had the idea that, you know, science was something that's real and demonstrable and you'd be a fool if you were to reject science. But everybody also had this idea that when you die, you somehow go somewhere. And that's been changing. And statistically right now, uh, we have atheism on the rise in every state while religion is in a state of decline in every state. But simultaneously, we also have religious extremism on the rise, and that's creationism, and that's flat earthism, both on the rise. So the only way that, that th those two statistics can be correct at the same time is if there's a division, and roughly, and it's between 46 and 52 percent that people are walking away from science, or excuse me, walking away from religion altogether, and people are walking away from science altogether to religious extremism including you know, where you have to deny reality in favor of Scripture. And it's not just denying the age of the earth, it's also denying the shape of the earth. So I have to wonder, what is the appeal of this ludicrous religious belief that causes you to deny the reality that we can all demonstrate? That, I mean, Aaron Ra just summed it up beautifully there. That's just absolutely perfect. That's something I wrestle with. Too. I mean, even though I already waxed philosophical about why I think people believe in this stuff, still at the end of the day, you just want to shake your head and say, what the hell is the appeal of this thing? Um, why would you embrace such an absurd theory that flies in the face of reality? Because it's not a reality like you would describe. You're describing reality as in we experience it. You will never, Aron, experience it's being Aaron. 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 No wonder you can't get the shape of the earth right. He can't pronounce his name correctly for the future times. Aaron. I can verify that to you. Even for satisfaction, I can prove my position. Okay, because people are living in a place where they've been told what what exists outside of them, right? How far they can see, the universe around them, the planets that they see. People actually are trying to go to Mars, that they think it's a good idea to go to Mars, where you can't exist, there's nothing to eat, there's nothing to drink. There's, uh, you have to wear a suit. I mean, there's so many much ridiculous nonsense that we should be taking care of the earth first. And yet, we should be people, taking care of the earth first. Yes. Okay. And uh, people are doling out $52 million a day to NASA. 
to lie to your face. What is NASA no, doing? Nobody in the last is doling out any money to have NASA lie to us, nor is NASA lying to us. Yeah. So NASA's never lied. Okay. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna be wrapping NASA this up. NASA is not lying to us. We're That's gonna be true. wrapping this up. It's so, not going so anywhere. You, somebody asked me a direct question. Yeah, Jaren. Stop. Question stop. Where, stop. Where, where Jaren, did everything come from? Everything came Jaren, from nothing. Jaren. Everything <laughs> came from nothing. That's Jaren. Oh man, look at that screenshot. Look at look at Aaron Ra. Uh, and I hope the audio levels aren't uh, too off with this. I'm listening through headphones, and these clips are really loud. I'm trying to roll back the volume a bit. So hopefully you guys don't get your uh, ears blasted when you try to listen. But there's what I was just talking about, like this whole problem with uh, infinite regress. Um, it's hard for us with our, even our brains are pretty impressive, but even still, you know, relatively speaking with our little mammalian minds, uh, trying to wrap our heads around something like how can something come from nothing or how can something always exist? Um, these are hard concepts to wrestle with, but that doesn't mean that God done did it. And it definitely doesn't mean we know, even for the sake of argument, if some, higher power was responsible for all of it, that we know who or what exactly that higher power is. Um, who is this higher power? And why would it necessarily choose to create a flat earth? That I mean, that's pretty presumptuous, you know? Um, just a weird mishmash of bullshit. Other okay, we're, we're going to... I'll tell you what. We're, 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 no, we're, nothing ever came from nothing. Okay. Yeah. Everything he's he's just trolling at this point. Hello, right. I'm speaking here. But he's trolling you. I already trolling. did I a question. video. He Paul. said, ask him a direct uh, question. Well, I can tell Aaron's... Uh, Aaron, 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 Ra. Uh, whatever. He's getting really pissed. He actually yelled, kind of blew his top there. At Steve, the uh, co-host slash moderator. Can I ask a video about everything coming from nothing? No, it's a good video did too. Not come from nothing, and I've been very, very explicitly clear about that. Yeah, he did. He did, did a good video on it. Create everything that is in one split second. No. How does it work? That, that's going to be another topic of discussion that's unrelated to this. He did a great video on it. If you want to go to Aaron Ross' channel and watch it, um, his video on the universe from nothing. Um, it was a very, very good video. For you know, I I, I watched it prior to him even making it. Um, killer jacket too. So for, killer jacket. Kill all the yeah. The, what is outfit? Amazing. So this is fabulous. Me, me, can I say one thing to leave? I'm just going to say that Richard Feynman said that I don't mind not knowing, and the mystery of it all is the best part. And I'd rather live not knowing than to live thinking I knew what I had, and I had the wrong answers. And that's what I feel like you guys all think. You're going to die I, I thinking you had the right your own advice. So he's quoting Richard Feynman there, and ironically, he's trying to use that quote to bash people who embrace science. Well, I think part of science is admitting we admit we don't have all the answers, and that we're looking for them and we're doing our best to put the puzzle pieces together and uh, acquire knowledge and accumulate data. And if new discoveries prove that we were wrong in the past, then so be it. You know, we're after the truth. And so believing in, or that's kind of a weird, even weird way to put it, believing in science, but embracing a scientific worldview, believing in the acquisition of empirical data, believing in trying to get as close as we can to an accurate picture of reality, that doesn't mean or entail that we think 
we know all the answers or claim to know all the answers. If we knew all the answers, there wouldn't be a reason for science to continue existing because science is the search for answers. Okay, Instead of pretending they, that you know what all the experts do not know, or that you know somehow more than if the I experts do, that I knew, or that you then know I would that everything that we can demonstrate to be true is somehow false, I <laughs> wish that you had the integrity uh, to follow the advice you're advocating. That's a, that's, I'm sure that an atheist would really just accept flat Earth based on a few things that I say in this. So again, you have like, oh, an you admission that the only reason you're holding to the flat Earth is because of your religious belief. I think that's what it boils down to. Yes. Belief. Yep. What? I think I it, you literally boiled it down to the fact that if you if if you're not atheist, you should accept flat Earth. That is a religious belief now at this point. If you're not atheist, then you should accept flat Earth. I said that. That's what you criticized atheists yeah. as being the ones that hold that the Earth is round. Right. And you said that the flat Earth would prove a God. Right. Exactly. You just said that. You believe that the Earth is yeah, flat, then you believe in a God. You are not an atheist yourself. So you you are. Yeah, I mean, you you, you are a theist, right, Jaron? You are a theist, I'm right? Not atheist. You're a theist. You're, you're a theist. theist. It depends. I don't. Theist is more describing like a, a I don't know, the Christian. Do you, do you, okay, stop. Do you, do you believe that there's a divine being that we'll call a god at, that exists, that created the earth? There is a life-giving spirit. Yep. Okay. Bingo. And uh, obviously, you know, according to him, I think it's safe to infer that this life-giving spirit designed creation. And uh, specifically designed a flat earth covered with a convenient dome just for us. You know? We'll, so, we'll call yeah, that a god. You, oh, fair enough. If you believe okay. that any magical anthropomorphic immortal actually exists, then yes, you're We'll theist. call that a theist. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Okay. Okay. But, I mean, deism is really the belief that that god does not That's fine. Deism is a form okay. of theism unless you're dealing with classical theism. about the subtleties. Yeah. You believe in a magical anthropomorphic immortal that, by the way, does not exist. And you believe that for wholly vacuous reasons, and you have zero what? evidence to, pursu- to support that. The evidence that. is all around you. And, and, by the way, I just want There's that, uh... A lot of people try to posit that, that um, the evidence for God is, you know, the fact that anything exists at all. And I do, as I was saying earlier, I take the phenomenon of existence, you know, very seriously. By that, I don't mean I don't have fun. I think everyone should do their best to have fun and enjoy life. But by seriously, I mean, I think it's due respect. It's due serious thought. I think it's um, we should take it seriously enough that we seek the actual truth and one of the reasons why I'd call myself an agnostic atheist is because it is, as I was saying, hard for us to look at everything around us and try to figure out how something, quote unquote, came from nothing. But that being said, still, there was a dearth, a, a serious lack of evidence for the existence of some kind of sentient personal creator God and the existence of an afterlife. If you want to say, you know, maybe there's some vague kind of higher power out there. Maybe there is. Maybe there isn't. Uh, I'm still doubtful. But I'm not going to be arrogant enough to say I know one way or another. But if you want to say it was the God of the Bible or another specific man-made concept of God. Or if you want to try to say the earth's flat... Uh, because you think that makes for a more convincing argument that a god must exist, that, you know, I think that's bullshit. <laughs> you go, you're going to have to do better than that. Uh, but I think I'll probably leave it there. And uh, 
Thanks for listening, guys. I have no idea how long this episode or this two-parter, which it will most likely be, how long each individual part will be. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening. You guys know the drill. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. If you want to help the show out monetarily, you can uh, go to patreon.com slash theweekendout and support what I'm doing here for as little as 99 cents a month. All right, thanks, brothers and sisters, and until next time.